0: Yo, today's QOD is It's Happening For You Not To You Here we go Welcome back to the Quote of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxon of seancroxton.com. It's Throwback Thursday, and we are turning back that clock all the way to episode number six, one of our original episodes of the show with featured speaker Christine Hasler. And by the way, happy Independence Day to you. I hope you have the most wonderful day ever. Hanging out with friends and family, barbecuing, going to the beach, watching fireworks or whatever it is that you're going to do. Have a really good time doing it. Today Christine is going to share a story. I love this clip by the way, but she's going to share a story about something that all of us go through. You know, not feeling like we are enough, feeling let down when, you know, life just doesn't meet our expectations, feeling like we are we're called to do something but just not being fully clear about what that thing is. So Christine's going to share how she got through these things and how you can too. And You're going to learn about a really, really easy tool that you can put to use today to love yourself more. Here's Christine.
1: So like all of you, when I was born, I knew there was nothing wrong with me. I knew that I was whole and complete and there was nothing I needed to do to earn love or to get external validation. All of you knew that when you were born. And then life happened. Someone said something. Someone left. You got hurt you felt alone, and you started to forget that you're complete and that you're whole and there's nothing wrong with you and you're enough just as you are. And you start to forget that you're connected to everybody else all around you. I really started to forget in fourth grade when a bunch of girls started the I Hate Christine Club, which I was not a member of. Thank you for the sympathy. I wish you would have been there. You could have been my friend. Um, But it started a very, very, very difficult kind of 20 years for me of feeling like something was wrong with me, feeling like I was unlikable, broken in some way. And like all of us, my ego needed some way to survive, some way to compensate. Because when we feel less than, when we feel hurt, we have to find out another strategy to get the love and the validation that we so desperately long for. So I call these compensatory strategies. My particular brand was becoming an overachiever. I was like, well, if I'm not gonna be liked, If I'm not going to fit in, then I better be successful. I am not even going to get an A minus. I'm going to get A pluses in every single class. And so I became a doer, an achievement addict. And that carried me far. I was very successful externally. I went off to college. I was a double major and a minor. I graduated in three years. And then I do what all insecure people do. I moved out to Hollywood. amazing life in Hollywood. I dated and, yes, kissed some pretty recognizable people. Yeah, that, you know, once, once that happens and you're still not happy, you know you have a problem, right? So I had everything. All the boxes were checked, You know, I had this checklist life, and I checked them all, and there I was, 26 years old, making all this money, Oscars, Golden Globes, the whole deal, still not happy, still trying to fill this hole, this void I had inside by external things. And one day, I just couldn't take it anymore. I went up to my office, and I quit. And I thought, you know, wow, I'm courageous. I took that leap of faith that I referenced earlier, and I didn't know about the free fall. So the free fall began, and within six months, I went into massive depression, because my whole identity was wrapped up in what I did. I went into lots of debt. I got disowned from my family, who I was very close to. I was diagnosed with an undiagnosable autoimmune disorder. And six months before my wedding, my fiance, not him, dumped me. Cold turkey. Walked out on me, never saw him again. And I found myself on my bathroom floor, and and especially the ladies in the room, why do we go to our bathroom floors when we're really depressed? I mean, they're totally disgusting. But for whatever reason, that's where we go. So I'm on my bathroom floor contemplating whether or not I really want to be here, like on the earth. And that was a very scary thought. And fortunately, that thought was followed by something that I still to this day have trouble articulating in words. It was a feeling of presence, of peace, of compassion, and of love. Like everything I was looking for out there, I started to feel in here. And it only lasted for an instant because my mind came in and was like, oh, what was that? What was that? That's that thing I want. But I knew, I knew that everything was happening for a reason. And it wasn't just a cliche that time. And I wasn't particularly spiritual at the time, but I got on my knees and I said, all right, God or whoever. I'll make you a deal, because I had been an agent, so I knew how to negotiate. So I said, if I figure this out, I will dedicate my life to helping other people do the same. I had no idea what I was talking about. I didn't know what that was going to look like, but I felt it. And I know a lot of you in this room can relate to that. You feel a calling, right? You feel something, and your mind wants to put a form on it. Trust the calling. You don't need to know the form just yet. And just like it did for me, the form will reveal itself. So it revealed itself for me in writing a book, starting to speak, starting to teach retreats, and starting to share vulnerably about what I was going through. Again, I turned my passion, suffering, into my passion, what I love to do. So it really began for me by asking the right question. And this is the question I want you to ask next time you're having an expectation hangover. What am I learning? Please stop asking, why is this happening? Because a lot of times we don't know the exact reason. The biggest why is because something's up for you to learn. It's happening for you, not to you. And we all are liberating ourselves from a victim mentality, right? We all want to get out of thinking that we are not at cause in our life. So if you adopt that beginner's mind, and that seeker's attitude, and that student's attitude of what am I learning? And one of the things that you're learning is how to really update your programming. I mentioned my compensatory strategy before. I want you to think about what yours may be. How do you chase love, acceptance, validation, approval? Are you a people pleaser? Are you a control freak, don't like uncertainty? Are you a caretaker, a rescuer? Are you a performer? When there's tough moments or things get a little too intimate or vulnerable, like you make a joke. What is the way that you deflect? What is your strategy for trying to get love and acceptance? Now, the thing that's sneaky about these compensatory strategies is they get results. My overachiever totally got me results in the world, right? But it got me results on the goal line, the external line, not the soul line, not for my heart, not for my happiness. Now, I am not saying that all those external things don't matter. I want you all to have amazing careers and relationships and family and travel where you want to go. All that stuff is amazing. But don't you want to create it from an authentic place? Don't you want to create it from what I call your superpower? Now what are your superpowers? So your superpowers, oh, well there we went again, getting ahead of myself. Close your eyes. There we go. Superpowers. What are they? They are the things that make you and you and you and you, you. How do you know what they are? Okay, just close your eyes for a moment. And think about something you love to do. You just love it. Like, time stops when you do it. It can be gardening. It can be shopping. It can be playing with your kids, whatever. So for me, it's playing with my little nephews. They're five and one. They're adorable. Now, I want you to think about not what exactly you're doing, but the qualities that come out of you so naturally while you're doing that thing. So for me, it's love, it's compassion, it's nurturing, it's creativity, it's, it's wisdom, it's presence. That's who you are. You can open your eyes. Those qualities that come so naturally to you are who you are. You know, I've coached people for over 11 years and I'm always amazed at how people don't realize what their gifts are because they come so naturally. So many of you right now are taking your gifts for granted. You don't think they're gifts because they come so naturally. I like to say God puts our gifts so close to us so they're easy to find, but it's the last place we look. We spend way too much time looking at other people's gifts and comparing ourselves to them rather than leveraging our own superpowers. And the other part of this equation is really about love. And I don't mean love for anyone else. Yes, that's important, but it starts here. Most of us are incredibly hard on ourselves. Ask yourself this question. If you talked to your friends, like you often talk to yourself, would you have any friends? Seriously. Think about how you talk to yourself, the little ways you criticize yourself, thinking that self-criticism is a good way to motivate yourself. Uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. uh. Everything starts with your relationship with yourself. It is time to stop being so hard on yourself. It is time to stop criticizing yourself. It is time to stop living in when thens and really start to leverage those superpowers inside of you. And then that translates to every other relationship you have. So I have a little tool for you, a little trick. Do you, would you like a little tool for a little self love tool? Okay. So. That's me. And I carry this picture around on my phone and with me. And every time my critical Christine voice starts, I pull this picture out. And I look into her eyes, and I immediately feel compassion. So I want you, again, to close your eyes and picture little you at two or three, back in those days where you knew your superpowers, you knew who you were and just flood that with compassion. Because every time you're being mean to you, or critical, or thinking you're not enough, or not doing well enough, you're not deserving, that's who you're being mean to. So you can open your eyes. And when that shifts, when that relationship starts to shift, everything else in your life starts to shift. You start noticing you're more loving of other people. You stop having all these expectations of everyone else to make you feel better it's way easier to move into acceptance and forgiveness. Because forgiveness isn't about condoning things or agreeing with things. It's really about letting go of the judgment so that you feel free inside. And you start filling your own self-love tank. And you stop going to Chinese restaurants when you want (laughs) nachos. Translation? You stop going to people expecting things they cannot give you. I know there are people in your life that hurt you. I know you have certain expectations or certain things you want from certain people. And can you accept that they just may not be able to do it? And you can't change people. But you can give it to yourself and you can find other people who can give it to you in a healthy way.
0: All right, that was Christine Hasler on a Throwback Thursday. Her website is ChristineHasler.com. Check out her podcast. It is called Over It and On With It. It is available on all podcasting platforms. And if you are feeling stuck in your life, I want you to go to ChristineHasler.com slash workshop. It is a three-part video workshop with Christine. She's going to show you a powerful process to get to the root of why you're struggling, and she's going to teach you how to get unstuck. That's ChristineHassler.com slash video workshop. And lastly, if you want to watch today's entire talk, it is on the YouTube. It is called Christine Hassler Habitude Warrior Conference 1.2. I'll see you tomorrow for Finance Friday. In the meantime, enjoy your holiday, and I will see you then. I'm out. Peace.